Hi, welcome to Tales of Swordfall. I'm Lucy, and I'll be your dungeon master for this adventure. I normally play Taz with the blue group, but tonight we're doing things a little differently. And who else am I with? You're with Guy, normally from Purple Group, but tonight I'm playing Woodolf Druid, Pades Corwin. I am uh, Logan, first time, uh, and I'm playing Doran. I'm uh, Malakar. I'm returning from a short shot with Paul, and I'm playing Gamma. I'm Phoenix, and I'm normally Nilkis in Purple Group, and tonight I'm playing Alistair Bravelmore. And I'm Paul. I'm usually the GM, but not tonight. And I'm playing Ambrosio, a uh, tiefling bard rogue. And I'm um, Baron Butterfly, who normally plays as Rayanne in the Purple Group. And now, well, tonight I'm playing as Hope, the um, tiefling, would help if I pull this up, wizard. Yes, I'm a wizard. And to clarify for our listeners before we jump in, this is a homebrew setting of my own creation called Azimara. It has no relation to the main storyline. It's a different universe. Um, and before we start, major shout out to Tabletop Audio for all the sound effects, all the music tonight. Um, I think that's it. Is everyone ready? You all have received summons from the local blacksmith, Ivan Lorraine, and his wife, Apazia. Their daughter, Becca, went missing three weeks ago, and they're desperate to find her. After days of travel across the continent, you have finally arrived on the craggy northern coast at the entrance of the small fishing town of Steinbjorn. It's cold, but the biting winds and heavy snowfall in the east have passed this area by. The ground is blanketed with snow that thinned suddenly about two days ago, and a forest covers the landscape like the fur of a giant beast. The trees have been growing smaller and thinner for a while now after a steady incline in size. For about an hour's walk from Steinbjorn, you can see it on the misty horizon. What are you all doing? Sleeping. <laughs> Standing up. Well, I'm probably just uh, walking along with my, uh, smoking my pipe. Yeah. Pades would be sitting by the coast, watching the sunrise. It was sunrise, right? Uh, it's about mid-morning now. Okay. Well, it's been sitting there a while. Okay. I'm definitely with Gamma, and we're probably uh, looking around the town, seeing what's what's here. Does that sound good? Definitely. Checking things out. Um seeing what's new and exciting um and just kind of getting a lay of the uh the area you know oh yeah definitely like casing out places and you know finding <laughs> exits and entrances and all that hope okay. i would say is just kind of wandering about aimlessly all right so as you approach the city you can see it it's small and neat with pastel houses sprawled out before you in perfect rows like candy squares iced with snow the streets are wide, smooth gray stone, sloping away in gentle zigzags before stopping abruptly at the edge of a sheer cliff. Beyond it, glass-smooth water stretches away towards the horizon, broken only by strange, twisted protrusions of stone and the occasional small boat. There isn't a wave or speck of ice to be seen. You can hear the distant shout sounds of people shouting, and a cloud of seabirds circles in the sky over what you assume are the docks, though your view is blocked by the sudden drop-off. A red and white striped lighthouse stands guard at the edge of the cliff. But right at the very center 
of the town is a plump blonde halfling woman seated in a small wooden structure with a sign that's cheerfully painted proclaiming, Welcome to Steinbjorn. What do you do? Give her a wave as I walk by. Uh, she looks up at you and says, Oh, hello, you are new in Steinbjorn, yes? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, from out of town. Well, welcome to our town. My name is Isla. If there is anything I can help you with or direct you to, just let me know. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm looking for the uh, blacksmith. I'm that's uh, lives here. I see. You're here to see Ivan. Yeah, that sounds um, right. Well, you can find him at the Twin Hammers. Usually, uh, just follow the street down until you see the low blue building with the. Uh, Hammers crossed over the door, okay? Alright, thank you, love. Before you go, I know what he has called you to do. He has called three other adventuring groups to do the same. And none of them have succeeded. Interesting. So if he does send you into the woods, make sure you stay on the path. Paris is going to take a knee to the uh, to the lady and grasp her hand and Give the back for hand a kiss. Oh. No worries, my love. Okay. We will be well, just fine. Um, good luck. I hope you find her. She was a nice girl. I think um, Hope would stroll in and say, Oh, this is a pretty place. Yes, it was one of the most beautiful in the world. Hmm. They must have designed it after you. <laughs> you are too kind. Hello. Oh, this city was here long before me. Uh, Gamma's gonna look down at Amzi and say, Should we find the blacksmith that we're looking for? Yeah, perhaps we should. Okay, you're going to look for Ivan? Yep. Yeah. Okay, um, you follow the path closer towards the shore. About halfway down, you see the smithy, right where Isla said it would be. It's a low two-story blue building with a slate roof. There's a depiction of two crossed hammers hung over the door and a place for people to tether their horses and a line of hooks for cloaks. Currently, there are three sleek fur-lined garments there, one long and lovely, one wide and practical, and a third with ice beginning to stiffen the cloth. You go in. Yep, uh, we were summoned. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll open the door for uh, everyone going in. Oh, how kind. Thank you very much. As always, Gamma is such the gentleman. As I walk by, I give you uh, like a nod. Like a, Thank like you. A nod. And uh, hopefully he'll fit. <laughs> he is a large <laughs> warforge. Uh, it's a big doorway. You can get in. Oh, good. The inside of the blacksmith is warm and cozy. There is a desk in one quarter, order forms stacked up on it, and a handful of chairs lining the walls. There's a family portrait on one wall. It depicts two older people and a teenage girl, all of whom are beaming at the painter. You assume the girl is Becca. She's pretty with dark skin and cinnamon-colored curls, broad shoulders, and a sturdy build. Her parents stand behind her. Ivan has one huge arm around Apazia, whose hands are resting lightly on her daughter's shoulders. Is there anything you'd like to do? 
Uh, just take a look around the room, I guess. Anything else I find of note? Yeah, I think uh, Hope would probably be doing the same thing. I'm uh, I'm gonna nudge um, uh, Alastor to uh, wake up um, and kind of set him down off of uh, uh, Gamma's backpack. He he grunts and then just like focuses like, huh? Where am I? We're here at the blacksmiths. Right, right. Yeah, the job we were hired for. Okay, what did you get on that investigation check? Uh, 20. Uh, 19. Okay, um, you glance through the order forms. They all look very normal. Someone uh, requisitioning new fishing gear, uh, repairs on some boats, some horseshoes, normal things. Um, you do find a couple other letters. Um, they're all almost identical to the ones that were written to you, summoning you here, but they're older. Um, probably only a couple of weeks. Um, and they all look like they were sent and then returned. Interesting. Um, and as you look around, you can see clear signs of uh, a life here. There are signs of uh, work that is half-finished. Some small projects that don't look like the kind of things a professional blacksmith would look on, but maybe his apprentice. Um, there's currently no one in the room. Um, Are you is guys there, gonna... Is there a, like, um, counter or a desk or um, somewhere where usually someone usually works? There is a desk. It is currently vacated. There's a bell on it, though. I will ring that bell. Okay, the door in the far corner opens and an elven woman peers around. Um, then this is obviously Apazia. She's somewhat old, but she's an elf, so it's hard to tell how old. She's very tall, very thin, with a lot of dark hair and a collection of thin black braids pulled into a ponytail. Um, she rushes into the room and says, Oh, Hello, thank you for coming. I really appreciate this. Um, my name is Apazia. And you are? Well, salutations, my dear lady. I am Ambrosio, and this is my companion, Gamma, and my other companion... Oh, shoot, I forgot your name. Um, Alistair. And I don't know who the rest of these people are. Oh, uh, I was also, uh, called to help. My name is Paris. It's a pleasure to meet you. And he bows very deeply to her. My it's... name's Hope. It's a pleasure to meet you. Well, Hope is exactly the thing we need right now. Um, Ivan! And a moment later, uh, Ivan walks into the room. Ivan is human. Uh, he has ruddy cheeks, thick white hair, and a prodigious beard. He's huge. Not super tall, but very broad with muscular arms, huge hands, and a barrel chest. He's a bit of a gut, um, and his face is creased with smiling lines, but he's not smiling now. In fact, both of them are pinched and drawn with an exhausted, wrung-out air. Ivan's eyes are red and puffy with deep purple circles, and Apazia is stiff. Her expression so brittle, she looks as if she might snap. And she turns to her husband and says, 
Ivan, these are the people we go to try and look for our Becca. And he walks into the room and says, well, it's, uh, it's good of you to come all this way. I really appreciate it. Oh, by all means, it is our pleasure to be of assistance. And I don't know about the others here, but I know my little crew, we can do whatever job that you need. Any job. <laughs> well, I've heard that one before. I hope you're not lying. Well, I've traveled into the sands. I have found many treasures, and, well, I can survive being with my large friend and my other friend. Well, listen, as long as you find my daughter, I don't care what else you've done. Direct. I like that. She um, went missing three weeks ago. Three weeks? Yeah. We've sent other people after her. One group gave up, and the other two never came back. And in what direction are they, were they heading? Oh, I know where she is. Everyone here is too scared to go find her, though. And he walks to the desk and pulls out a map and slams it down on the table. He points. said, this is where she is. Steinbjorn's cavern. Go find her uh, there. Can I study the map and see, like, where we are in relation? Sure. Um, the Steinborn's cavern looks to be a day, maybe a day and a half walk from Steinborn itself. Um, it's just a black circle on the map in the middle of the woods. Amzie, come here for a second. Yeah. What is it, Alistair? Guidance! <laughs> then he just, like, shouts in your ear. Thank you. Uh, thanks. Uh -huh. I pat you on the shoulder. Always appreciated, my, my dear friend. Always appreciated. What was that about? It's it's called magic. Well, I'm kind of familiar with that being a wizard. Oh, I thought you were an entertainer like me. Sorry. Not quite. The the robes just always confuse me. Sometimes it's a wizard, sometimes it's a gesture, sometimes it's just someone trying to get a lot of attention. Hmm. hmm. Um, Gamma yeah, can we look... focus, please? Yeah, Gamma wants to address the father and just say what is in the cavern uh, that is keeping her there. Bolska. Um, and Gamma, actually, make a history check with advantage. Oh, okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nine. Um, did you roll with advantage? Uh, yeah, I rolled it twice, so nine was my highest. Okay. Um, nope. <laughs> you don't know. You've never heard this word before. Hmm. Bulska. What is this Bulska? Uh, the Bulska is a monster. Apazia says he, it, the Piotr. That's why the Steinbjorn is gone. And Ivan nods and he says, yeah, 
200 years ago, Steinbjorn disappeared, Bolshka takes up residence. Every now and then it takes someone. This seems to be a, a problem with some history here. I'm Everyone's sure too we'll... afraid to do anything about it. Well, I believe, I can speak my, for myself at least, that you have found the right people. Uh, it, uh, in my short, brief meeting with these others on the way over here, I, I, I have a feeling that you have chosen all of the right people to get this task done. And we would be honored to take it on. Good. But you should be careful. The Buska's a parasite. It took down the Steinjorn. We have not had a proper winter here in years. Of course. No. Even though we'd be very honored, we'd also like to know how much we'll get out of this. Anything you want. She's right. Anything. I can make anything. I'm a great blacksmith. We'll give you all the gold we have. It's not a lot, but I can build you anything you want as long as you bring me back my little girl. I get a very interested look in my face. Hmm. Well, that is quite the offer. Remember, Amzi, we need to help the family first. Yes, but we have to also have a little insurance that we can be helped in the end, too. Remember that. Don't forget the last job. Hope kind of rolls her eyes and she's like, I'll do it. And, uh, Paidis is just kind of, as they're talking about business and what they're getting in exchange, just kind of zoning out from it a little bit. Is there anything you need before you set out anything uh, that we could give you information, uh, weapons? I don't know anything. Well, I hate to sound a little rude, but you are absolutely sure your daughter's still alive. Yeah. Bushka's a parasite. It'll keep her alive until she's dead. And that'll take 50 years. Oh, well, we better not dwaddle then. Uh, are there perhaps, uh, would you happen to perhaps have any, um, potions that might help heal us if we get in a particularly hairy situation? Maybe, Apazia? Um, I'm, I might have one, give me a moment, and she disappears in the back. My god, this man's a blacksmith, and he's not a chemist- He's not a wizard. I'm pretty sure we could probably find someone in town to buy health potions from. Uh, a minute later, Apazia turns up and she's holding one bottle and she says, I have one. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that is much appreciated. Um, very, very generous of you. Uh, we will gladly accept I will gladly accept, and it sounds like the others will be looking around town to see if there are any other supplies that they can pick up. Uh, the blessings of Elona okay. upon you.
I doubt you'll find any. The ships just went out for the last time. They took the last of the supply. We won't get more until spring. Oh. oh. A shame. 